0: Hi, I'm Darby B, and you are listening to the Alive Within Channel, Episode 9, We Repeat What We Don't Repair. I want to thank you for taking time to make yourself a little better today and choosing to be Alive Within. I'm your host, Darby B. I'm a mother to four teenage girls and one boy. I love creating, and I'm a certified life coach. I focus on helping young adults to make life decisions. I teach you how to manage your mind and emotions so you can tap into what being alive within really is. All right, guys, let's do this. I want to start by telling you I run into clients all the time. I talk to clients all the time who are stuck and they don't understand why. They keep having the same miserable things happen in their lives and they don't understand why. They don't realize that they are the reason that they're having the same experience over and over again. And this is because we will always repeat what we don't repair. Often people think that someone else or even everyone else is causing their pain. So they turn to others to solve for it when the answer is to repair from within. They are the only source, just like you are the only source for your true repairing. I had an experience that helped me realize that I was repeating my own self-sabotage without even knowing it. I was even making things worse for myself, and I kept hoping things would get better, and I was really disappointed when they didn't. There was a particular individual in this scenario that popped into my life at one point, And I thought this person was so difficult to deal with. I was going about my life for a long time before this person came along without much anger toward others other than when I was in junior high and I did get into a fight, but <laughs> I was occasionally, I would catch myself honking in traffic. Maybe somebody did something mindless. Perhaps I would feel annoyed when somebody chewed with their mouths open, but nothing that was really tough to manage my anger around. Up until that point, until that person came in, I didn't really have to work to manage my anger. So this person was in my life all of a sudden and played a very regular part in it. I thought that they were constantly butting in where they weren't supposed to, asking really awkward questions. Or I even thought that they were asking questions to intentionally be annoying. This person was loud, mean-spirited, and I started to believe that this was just how they were, and there was a lot about them that I was paying attention to that was creating my feelings of anger toward them. I would think things like, if that person would not be in my life anymore, I could be happy. Or I even thought things would be great if I didn't have to deal with that person so often. I even found myself yelling at this person over something that was so minimal. I remember thinking, I wouldn't be this way if they weren't so difficult. I tried to lecture the opposition out of them and on many occasions, I would try to talk them out of how they were behaving so they would behave better and then I could feel better. I kept repeating this behavior and it was more automatic every time that I had an interaction with them this person would resume as a negative person in my brain. And I would resume those negative thoughts about them. I'm not sure why it took so long for me, but one day I realized that they were not going to change. I wanted peace so bad. And the only way I was going to get that was if I created that within me first, I made the change. It wasn't overnight for sure. And I stopped the cycle. I had to repair instead of continuing to repeat and expect anything to change. I had to create the change and do the repair before anything in my world changed. I had to take the emotional responsibility for me. This person wasn't going to change themselves because they weren't bothered by themselves. I was bothered by them and it was only bothering me. I was the one creating the negativity in my life and repeating it over and over and over again. We don't need others to behave a certain way for us to feel better. We can feel better when we decide that we want to. We can also feel terrible or whatever other emotions we choose. It all starts with what we're thinking about the circumstances around us. Now, I'm not saying that if somebody is awful to you, and I repeat this over and over again, that if somebody is just an awful person to you, that you don't have boundaries. But what I am saying is evaluate it first and notice, is this coming from them or is this coming from me? So whether it's people around us the words they're saying, the things they're doing, or the weather, or just random things like food at a restaurant, we are able to manage our thinking around our circumstances. So think about this. What if we stop making other people or other things responsible for how we feel? I want to tell you one of the best pieces of advice that I've ever been given that helped me to stop repeating and start repairing is to stop saying, I don't know. I would find myself when I was frustrated to just say, well, I don't know. And people would ask, well, where, what are you going to do about that? I don't know. I just don't know. I don't even know, you know, (laughs) you know, um, so when we say, I don't know, about a problem we're faced with, we are stomping our foot on the hose that feeds our brain. And then we spin into confusion and stay exactly where we are. Our brain won't go to work and won't fix anything when we tell it, I don't know. When we choose this phrase, we choose confusion. So we are making a decision, but we are choosing to stay in confusion. When you hear yourself say, I don't know, Ask yourself to take a guess on what the answer would be if you did know. Life is going to have its share of pain, my friends. It's a part of the gig, and I know I say that all the time as well, but it is a part of the gig. We get to choose between pain now or pain later. If we try to avoid it and resist it, it'll wait, and until it gets its moment in the spotlight, it's not going anywhere. Sometimes we are the champions of beating ourselves up. We are successful at knocking ourselves back down when we start to gain some traction. Until we repair what's going on within ourselves, we will continue to repeat the cycle of self-damaging behavior. Repairs within ourselves are similar to those on a car, I like to think. The car is our brain and we are the mechanic. So some repairs are done in a few minutes and you're surprised it was so easy and so fast to repair something to make your car run so awesome. It's just like a thought that you realize you're thinking and then you just say to yourself, we're not thinking that anymore, then it's repaired. So those are the easy fixes. Other times we take the car in for something bigger, harder to repair. We have to order parts maybe. We wait longer for the actual repair to be done by the mechanic. And then there's an absolute need for regular maintenance and oil changes because it makes sure the car is running at optimal standard. No matter what the problem is, we can totally handle it. We are capable of repairing our thinking, and then that repairs all the rest from there. We can't depend on others to drive our actions. When we outsource our emotions, we don't have quality control. I will outsource house cleaning, but I will not outsource what's going on in my mind and the quality that's there. And I don't suggest that you do either. I'm the one and only manager of my mind and the only one who can do that job the best in the whole wide world. Now I can get help figuring out how to do that. But when it comes to actually managing my mind, I'm the only one qualified for the job. And that's the same for you. We have an internal resource that's super valuable. Us. We are so worthy. I was talking to a friend today, and just this morning, and we were dreaming about what would happen if everyone was emotionally responsible for themselves. What a world. Can you imagine? Another valuable part of repairing is to pause. When was the last time you took a pause? Pausing in thought, pausing in the feeling. Before you take action, explore it. Breathe it in. Allow it to be there. And then move forward. This practice will help you guys to always be alert. It helps me to be alert about what's going on with my mind and my body. It's like your very own check engine indicator. You'll be surprised at how many indicators our brains and bodies actually have that we overlook because we're running too fast in a sense. The circumstances in our lives may not change. And the best part of that is that they don't have to for us to feel better. We can repair from within if we don't want to repeat the way we are feeling. We can monitor and manage our thinking to avoid repeating thoughts, repeating feelings, or actions that are causing us something we don't want or that's not working for us. You have the power to observe what's causing your current feeling by evaluating your thoughts. Be willing to experiment with this. Experiment with new thoughts. Be willing to fail because all failure is doing is bringing us closer to success and teaching us new things. Have courage to do it different. What have you got to lose? If you're miserable right now, what have you got to lose? Start taking action. You'll never regret that you became a little more alive within. Talk to you next time, my friends. If you like what you heard here and want to be part of something fun, please subscribe and tell your friends. Be sure to find me on Instagram at DarbyVcoaching so you can get all the extras. If you want to know more about optimizing the fun in your life and becoming alive within, go visit my website at DarbyVcoaching.com. You can work with me directly. Goodbye, you amazing person become alive.